and welcome to episode 172 of Nobody Special. In this episode, we talk about Afghanistan and the Matrix. The Gospel Post presents Nobody Special. Hey everyone, welcome to Nobody Special, two nobodies talking about the somebody who matters. I'm Danny, the host and blue pill specialist of Nobody Special. And I'm Caleb, you're the host of Nobody Special. This is a podcast where two generations of people talk about God, pop culture, politics, and everything in between, all not taking any of it too seriously. Caleb, I, in our notes, I put jump straight into the topic. I need to just explain a few things first. Okay. I am super scratchy and I apologize I didn't even realize until you said that right I now. And I've been talking to you scratchy. for the past like two hours. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, so, so I've so been asking. COVID, huh? Well, I've been asking people. Right, right, right. How many concurrent kind of symptoms of COVID do I have to have before I should get worried? And they said three. And I'm like, all right, I'm fine with that. Because I've only been doing two at, uh, two at a time. I had a headache a couple days ago, but mm-hmm. it was fine and explainable. Right. I'm scratching now. And that's just because it's September and right. I live in Florida. Wake me up when September ends. And tell me here September, I have to say that. So anyways, you, you don't. <laughs> and do you know who uh, would prefer it if you didn't? Who? The Green Day. You're probably right. No, they absolutely. Well, it's a, they don't like when people say that. No, because the song is about his friend dying. Oh. And then every August first, they I get suddenly feel bad. Uh, they get tweeted over and over. Hey, hey, man, time to wake up, because September's over. And he's like, my friend died. Like, <laughs> so at some point he just came out and that, said, I know it is a little funny. Uh, but but he came out and said, I wish I had said the song differently. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's about his friend dying, and not yeah, that's really sad. And not a general hatred of the month of September. Which, if you think about it, makes absolutely no sense at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, sorry. This, you know, they always say start off a podcast with really good energy. So far, I'm sick, and Green Day's friend died. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I'm but really not doing great. But um, yeah, I've been, I'm a little scratchy. So, I apologize. Or if you're into ASMR, you're welcome. Hmm. Is that something people like in ASMR? Scratch. What well, kind of the low, gravelly, scratchy? Hey guys, this is uh, no. Caleb. We did that. No, we did that last week. I don't want to. <laughs> don't want to do it again. I don't want to do it again. It's upsetting. It's very upsetting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't I agree. the gravelly kind of like? It feels very Thanosy. Thanosy. Yes. He's he's not gravelly. He's not. He's Who deep. am I thinking of? He's, this is Thanos. He's pretty monotone and talks like this. He's Fine, I'll do it myself. Fine. Who I'll am I thinking it of? Myself. It's not Thanos. Who am I thinking of? I don't know. Anyway. I'm being honest with I'll, you. I'll, I'll, I'll just scream it out in the middle of this <coughs> podcast like, Gary Wilson or something. <laughs> but, um, so Caleb, how's your, how's your week? My week has been um, busy yeah. with work, but it's been good. Fulfilling. Good. And fun good did you do anything fun over the past few weeks did i do anything fun mm-hmm. are you searching for something yes oh i'm i'm just because the first thing that pops in my mind is like things that are actually going on in my life <laughs> so i'm not sure if i should be how real I did you be. watch any good movies um well my brother came in town and that was fun mm-hmm 
I'm just going to try and avoid what you want to talk about. Um, anyways, I did. Yeah. I watched Shang-Chi, The Legend of the Tin Rings. killed that bit. Okay. <laughs> I like killing your bits. Yeah, you and how many times have you watched it? I've watched it twice. Right. So wouldn't it be really cool if both of us had some time to like talk about it on the podcast? It would be really cool. Yeah, it's pop culture. It'd be really good. There'd probably be some good parts of that to be able to talk about mm-hmm. it, right? Uh, yeah, I think so yeah. too. So why can't we? Because Danny uh, is a hermit. Oh, wow. I'm so mean. (laughs) I have no idea what I expected, but after all these years, we've been doing this for at least four years now. Uh Uh-huh. It hurts every time. Oh, buddy. Don't touch me. (laughs) Um, No, that's fine, though. Uh, Yeah, no, I think the correct answer is because I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, you haven't seen it yet. Yeah. And you actually have a life is probably the more appropriate answer. No, that's not it. (laughs) That's not it. I just haven't had someone to go watch it with, Mm -hmm. so I'm asking a couple people uh, if they're interested in seeing it. It was sad because Danny asked me, and I was like, I'm just going to be honest with you. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't think I can watch it again. I don't think I could. There's like a certain point where you just can't watch the same movie that many times in a week. I have not hit that point with movies yet. The same movie? Uh, yeah, I could do it. Wow. Uh, yeah, depending Two on the movie. Two is like the max I can do now. Can, As a kid, the, well, I could have like, done it like five times. I would have I mean, been so enthralled the whole time. I mean, to me, it's the same thing as putting stuff on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's... it's I have a long history of just like turning on stuff. I'm not actually paying attention to it. It's just n- a nice to have another person there. Right. Um, so even for movies, I'll I'll put on the movies in the background and I won't n- know anything going on in them. So I'll have to watch them again later. So hmm. I've done, I think, the same a movie in the same day because I just wasn't paying attention. There you go. I don't know if that counts. Does that count? I think, I mean, partially. Yeah. In a way, it counts. Okay, fair enough. I'll give it to you. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, But there have been a lot of really good trailers coming out for a few good movies uh, that I was interested in talking about first just because I actually think they're kind of exciting. Mm -hmm. Uh, The first trailer just came out today is the date of this taping, so I'm going to date our taping. Um, But someone has to date me. That was so uncalled for. I know. I forced it. It's what <laughs> yeah. happened. It just came I, off as really I, sad. I, I forced <laughs> it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Matrix Resurrection. Uh, the trailer mm-hmm. came out today, and um, I. So, spoilers to the third Matrix movie, which if you haven't seen it by now, I don't care about spoiling it. At the end, the main bad guy's Agent Smith, who you kind of figure out is a virus because it's the computer thing, and they put all of him in Keanu. And I like then, how you're spoiling the whole Matrix, and I haven't even seen it. What I just said, it's an old movie, and if you haven't seen it, I don't care. And also, the third one, super not that good. Yeah, I've the seen the first like, one, and honestly, that was enough for me. Yeah, the first one's incredible. The The third is like, okay, you, all right, that's fine. It had potential, but at the end of it, Ke- uh, Keanu is dead. Hmm. Like, he's he's dead, dead. Like, he's dead in the real world, so... So the directors, are, are they the same people directing this one? Oh, uh, w- one of them. And it aren't they... 
Are they both twins? Well, the they both Wachowski now sisters. Yes, yes, that's what I'm trying to say. Yes, I didn't. I don't know how to talk about stuff like that yet. I haven't learned. Not that way. you can just say, aren't they transgender? <laughs> but we'll they just... were brothers when they made the first three, right? Yes, and now only w- one of them made number four. But they're both sisters now. Okay. Is it they're only one person directing or is it someone else co-directing it with them? I have no idea. I didn't yeah. check that much. Um, there is someone with really cool blue hair in there. And i got to be honest, that's something I've always wanted to do with my hair. This is uh, true. But You have done it on occasion. But like permanently. Or yeah. not like re- just really get it in there. Um, I know someone um, at the summer camp that we went to. Actually, he's the leader of the discipleship group I'm in currently. And for summer camp... Our team, uh, we were going as leaders for students. Our team was like wolf pack, and the color was blue. Mm-hmm. And he dyed his hair blue. Okay. For the week. I like it. Isn't that insane? Yeah. Yeah, I like it. But also legendary. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm on board for that kind of thing. Honestly, I think it's fantastic. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, but this trailer, I thought they did a good job because it's all about blue pilling Keanu. Uh, who is alive, and so is everybody else except Lawrence Fishburne, who is, I think, the character's in there, but it's played by someone else, which is really weird Mm -hmm. because it's Matrix 4 and they got everyone back except Lawrence Fishburne, and I think it's Morpheus. I'm not really sure. They didn't really make it clear. It felt very very close to Morpheus, but um, I thought Mm. it was was a beautiful trailer. The plot's confusing. And it, it does get into the question of of the importance of understanding r- reality and um, right. our 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 perception of it might not actually be that. But I, it's it's Mate's Matrix Resurrection. So I feel yes. like it's implied in the name that maybe Keanu sorry burp maybe Keanu is coming back. Yeah, but that happened at uh, the 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 start of the third movie or second movie third movie. He's he died resurrected. at the end of the first one? It, well, no, he died at the end of the second and the third. But the third one was supposed to be more permanent. Also, the mm. Matrix was supposed to be shut down. It's all like that. I'm so intrigued, but I do appreciate that they kept kind of the Maybe. same style. Listen to this, okay? Okay. Maybe all along the Matrix was just another Matrix. Now hear me out. You you can't say that that's not the plot. You can't say it. Because who are we to say at this point what matrix is real and what is what what is real life at this point, huh? No, keep going. This is good for you to get this out. Like this is good. Process these feelings now. But tell me uh, tell me I can No, be wrong. it's okay. This whole segment's getting cut. It's fine. Just process it. Out. No, I'm kidding. Um, about cutting it, we're leaving. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. You like to make me look dumb. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, no, it's it's not. It's, it's not. You not. don't think so? No. I'm gonna feel so good if I'm right, though. You're not. <laughs> you won't. You're not. Uh, I I I do think it's. But it turns out like the real Matrix is actually like a really happy world, you know. It's like, oh, everything. Then why would you good create here? the dystopia only to create a utopia inside of a dystopia inside of a utopia? Why not? That's Dwight Schrute creating a game inside of a game. 
It's actually this actually takes place inside the office universe. Yes, it's <laughs> part of Dwight's second second life. Uh, yeah. That would be horrible. But I am actually excited for, for the movie comes out around Christmas time, so you know it's good. Mm-hmm. It's not, um, which is so. All right, this is a trick I learned. If it's mid December, okay. they're trying to get it in to be eligible to get an Oscar. Um, an Oscar, yeah. If it's on Christmas Day, they're trying to get your money because they're ineligible for an Oscar. They would have to wait a calendar year in order to get the the Oscar instead of three months. So the deadline is, is, I think it's like December 15th or something. Mm-hmm. So if it's at about that time, it's probably a good movie that they're trying to get the Christmas crowd, but also get it Oscar eligible. But mm-hmm. if it comes out on Christmas Day, they're just trying to take your money. Um, Interesting. Yeah. This so. is this is a weird question. Okay. An important one that has mm-hmm. nothing to do with anything. Yeah. What is like your favorite month for a movie to come out in? To like watch a movie in theaters? I have a very specific answer for some reason. I don't. So we'll just skip to yours because that's a weird question. October. Why... It's just so good because it's like when the air starts getting a little bit crisp sometimes in Florida, not always, but sometimes. And then like you just want to spend more time inside a little bit at the same time. And, and it's just like Halloween and like the holidays are coming up, which is just to me, it's just like movie time, you know? No, you have this weird enjoyment of Halloween I love Halloween. That I've never been fully able to understand. I've participated, <laughs> but at the end of it, I've gone, I just don't get it. Um, I don't get it either. Yeah, but I you, love it. you go all out on Halloween. <laughs> you know, it was an ordeal. Like, I wouldn't no, say I go I, all out. I, you, but I'll put the spider webs on my door. You, you know? canceled things because you had to carve a pumpkin. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe this year we'll do a pumpkin carving contest. You and I, not for nobody special. You just, know, like, just for spits and giggles. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a private thing. So. We'll, we'll work. Uh, we'll work mm-hmm. in some some Bible things somehow. I don't know. I'll I'll create it. Anyways, let's continue on. <laughs> really getting off topic. Here. I don't know how to get to Dune Resurrection from here. I don't even <laughs> think that's the name of it. Honestly, I don't know I, what Dune is. I had, and yeah, I, had, I don't care a little. It bit. It looks really good. It looks interesting for yeah. sure. I like, don't know the story. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, Dune. I need to stream the first Dune, so I'll try and do that, and maybe I'll do an episode on one of the weeks the you're Dune. out. Read? No. I'm going to watch the first Dune. They have a, another, they have a Dune out already? Like decades ago, yeah. Oh. Uh, 1984. Oh, the year oh, I was born. Is... Oh. Yeah. This is, uh, the one coming out is Dune 2, Electric Dunaloo. Which oh, this is, is a second one? A very specific joke that no one will get. Hmm. Uh, yes, Dune is, I think it's a sequel. But I'm actually kind of excited. It looks pretty good. I All right, so here's the deal. Are you sure? Yes. I would dress like anyone in that Dune trailer. Hmm. And I wish it were socially acceptable to wear those type of clothing. That would be so baller to just... Yeah, walk out in g- gear, but in a y- y- uniform. I love it. I love that kind of stuff, and I am sad that our t-shirt is just like, uh, shorts and a t-shirt. Like, no. Mm-hmm. Can we gloss up the theatrics a bit? I really. Yeah. 
Yeah. You want that little thing that goes over your nose too, huh? Uh, I think that one, they need it to breathe. Yeah, yeah. Again, I have to watch the first Dune, but I'm really excited for it. I think this movie will be fantastic, so... But yeah, there's yeah. A, there's a lot of big names in it too. Yeah, a I lot mean, of big names. Um, I think the the whole cast is full of big yeah. Names. Timothy Ch- 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 Chalamet, 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 uh, Zendaya. I it was like Shala, like that. Timothy um, Charlemagne. Oscar, <laughs> I is that Oscar Isaac? Yeah, and Thanos. Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin, who is my dad bod goals by the way, um, mm. is. Is Josh Berlin? I would. Yeah, that's my dad. Bod. He's a healthy man. He's he's got like yeah, he's like thick, but like toned a little bit at the same time. Yeah, dad bod, but like sexy dad bod. Yeah, there you go. I'm super upset that I said that. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you gotta plan out your dad bod one day. You know, you can't just stroll into dad life without having a plan. We can't cut that either, can we? We just have to leave that in. <laughs> oh, okay. we're leaving that in. Oh, we're leaving we left that in. my part in, we're leaving your part in. Excellent. But I'm really excited about that. But probably the biggest news that's come out in the past couple of days, actually came out yesterday, uh-huh. was a special message out of Steve from Blue's Clues that, that all people had the same two reactions to. The first, it was to say, because uh, it's Steve, he's coming on saying, hey, I know that time I just got up and I'm off to college and that was confusing but all of us made it now everyone everyone I've talked to has had the same two kind of reactions to it the first is like gosh I kind of needed that it warmed my soul a bit Mm -hmm. it was very encouraging yeah also what the heck's going on like (laughs) why is Steve back and I know it's the 25th anniversary of Blue's Clues which by the way average lifespan of a dog (laughs) I have a conspiracy theory that like Blue's Clues has actually died and that we're on like the third dog now and they're hiding it from us they just get a dog that looks the same and put them on the screen so the Lassie theory (laughs) no I mean that that's how they did the show Lassie not the same dog I don't know what Lassie is. You don't know what Lassie is? No. Is it animated? Because no. that was my joke. No, it's not <laughs> It's literally an animated dog. It's not. It was a real life dog. No. It was Lassie. Ugh, I can't work with you. <laughs> um, so speaking of odd Blue's Clues conspiracy theories, though, one person, they seem to pick up on a small fact that and tweeted it out that I think it bears a little bit. Of 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 discussion from Steve Bainey Non, who is uh, no one who Bain-on. gives who no one cares who this is. He's a ground combat r- reporter from uh, military dot com. Okay, all right, and and Steve he says the following: real big coincidence. Steve from Blues Clues disappeared in two thousand two, and when he comes back, the Afghan war is over what ops was this guy running <laughs> and just the idea that the guy it's actually from, kind of legendary the guy from blues clues i mean just for headcanon purposes that he goes off to afghanistan for 20 years and comes back he's like guys i've been over there i've seen some stuff and I'm so proud of you. You know, like, just comes back. That's oddly really encouraging and hilarious to me in a really sick way. Yeah. Um, and Looks I, like he's doing good, though. 
The guy looks healthy and he looks skinnier and, and grayer. Grayer. Yeah, his hair's definitely gray. You think so? That explains that hat. Yeah, and his vision got worse because he didn't have glasses in the first one. Amen. That's everyone nowadays with screens. Let's just be honest here. I'm just saying, he's definitely got some gray in his hair. I think, okay, I genuinely think <clears throat> this, that by if you're born in this generation, that like by the time you're like 60, if you make it that far, um, <laughs> that was really sad. But if you make it that far, that you will have glasses. I ble- oh, he doesn't have hair. I was wrong about the hair thing. <laughs> he has none. None hair. Um, he definitely looks skinnier, though. But Sorry, I think everyone's going to have glasses at some point. Or contacts, something. I'd say, I see what you mean, but I see better than you. You do see better than I me. don't have glasses. I should have, like, I probably should have glasses. Sorry, that was really aggressive for no reason at all towards you, and I apologize. Um, like, every one of my family has glasses. I've just never had glasses, and I've always kind of... W- like I kind of want them a little bit because go get a vision like, test. You can you probably need them. No, I I don't. My vision's fantastic. Well, when, I just think when was the last time you had a vision test? I every time I get in the car. <laughs> um, oh my gosh! I just guy. I have really great vision, and I just when was the last time you had a vision test? I never need you had one. I've never. Then how do you know you have great vision? Because I don't have any problems doing anything. I w- I don't have problems without glasses, but I need them. The clock on that says twenty seven thirty nine uh, thirty nine forty forty one. I can, it's all, it's all fine. I can, yeah. I can't even read that with glasses. Right. It's, yeah, I'm fine. I am fine. You could be making that up. I'm not though. Oh, oh, you're looking at that. Oh, I can Mm -hmm. see that. I was looking at um, the different thing at the bottom corner. I can read all that too. Don't worry about it. Uh, Okay. Yeah. So, all that to say though, I think. The idea of Steve from Blue's Clues. This has been a wild first twenty minutes of this podcast. Thanks for, thanks for yeah, sticking it out, everyone. Like Forty minutes in right now. <laughs> People aren't listening anymore. It's fine. No, we are twenty three minutes and uh, twenty seconds. So in. much for jumping right in. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, we did. We got the movies, but uh, I do think the idea of Steve um, leaving Blue's Clues to go, I I would assume go solve mysteries in Afghanistan. Is something really funny. Go solve mysteries. Well, yeah, because he solved mysteries. Cool. He had to take his skills. Why else would they have drafted him? Mm. Yeah, I mean, you're right. A gets there. He's got his desert gear on. Actually, he has the gear from Dune because I'm tying it all together. Has has his Dune gear on, mm. and then and then he's just kind of pacing along, and he's like, "I need to consult the map." Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm the map, I'm the map, I'm the map, I'm the... Quiet, this is stealth up. You know, like that, that would be... I would pay good money to see that movie. Yeah. Steve from Blue's Clues. We we have a Netflix documentary about it one day, you know. Right. <laughs> right. It's very Just, you know, dramatic. this big blue dog that he travels next to, he's a legend. You know, like, <laughs> the legend tells of the of the blue dog that wanders the Afghan desert. That would be hilarious to me. Um, instead, nothing about Afghanistan is funny, uh, and is a horrible tragedy and a massive poop show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and boy, how have we many... talked about this yet? No, we haven't. Okay. Um, and there's a lot to talk about. I there, there's not even a lot to talk about. It sucks. Like it's mm-hmm. it sucks, right. and everyone's in agreement. This really sucks. Yeah. 
Um, for it's, sure. it's a tragedy. It is messed up. And for, for, for me, it's hard because, you know, 2001, I was in physics class. That's the... I we stopped and turned on the news and I got to watch the towers fall live. Um, and it was, it was super messed up. Mm -hmm. Um, so to just say like, and then we just pulled out and everything sucks again. And the Taliban is in charge of Afghanistan to me. It's like, uh, um, I hard. Mm -hmm. I don't really know how to explain it. Cause it's just like, there's nothing I can really do about it, but, um, yeah, it's hard because it's, feels more personal to you since you were alive then and it's experienced it it's the same kind of a feeling i had on the 12th of september the 12th um in in uh, 2001 of just like okay are we safe anymore um Mm-hmm. And for 20 years, we gradually said, yeah, yeah, I think we're safe. And now it's just like, no, we're super not anymore. And that's the part that's kind of got me a little bit messed up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've had to kind of actually think about it, you know, process those thoughts, process the feelings uh, and, and think through that. Because I was in high school, I was 17 and there's this a massive thing that people start talking about. Okay, does this mean we're going to war? And is it all this? And we did, and also we didn't because it wasn't an officially declared war. So anytime they call it a war, it's not really a war. It's just a, it's but it's not an occupation because we weren't occupying them. Um, the whole thing is just messed up, and there's too much politics in it, and there's messed up things going on, and the Taliban's in control of Afghanistan, and they are rolling back all all the progress they've made over the past two decades and they just killed that overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, and now at this point they're uh, keeping essentially Americans hostage and not allowing them to go. Um, and it's just, I don't know. It's, it's very difficult for me, honestly, a mm-hmm. little bit. Yeah. Um, and just with everything else I've had going on, I haven't had a lot of time to process it. Uh, and it'll, it'll hit me at some point, but um, one more day, let's go. So, I mean, what are your thoughts on all things Afghanistan right now? Yeah, I mean, I think it's super sad and tragic and confusing. But, you know, I mean, I I don't feel very attached to it at the same Mm -hmm. time. Um, Just because... You know, just, I mean, it doesn't really affect me right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you have had a million other things going on in life and I just don't have time to think about it. But like, as, as far as like mourning for the country of the mm-hmm. people of Afghanistan. Oh yeah. And in the people that are U.S. citizens that are stuck there and from other mm-hmm. countries that are stuck there. Like it's sad. Yeah. It is. And it's really, um, I mean, and also just like the Christians that are there. Yeah. It's it's Who are, heartbreaking. So there have been a few pastors that have been able to make contact to a few different people, and that's all the details I have and all the details I would definitely say on a podcast that goes out. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, boy, howdy, they're checking all the things. But um, they, they're, they're going door-to-door. They're trying to find anybody that has a Bible on their phone or anything, and they're either executing them, uh, torturing them, arresting them, or worse uh right and so this is a this is a big 
this is a global event that's taking place and people are starting to pick ends of I support them, I, I don't support them. They're trying to align power. Taliban and China are talking and that is probably the most um, uh, concerning is that one right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and just how that's going to play out can be r- 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 really confusing. And I know people are scared and people are are concerned and they have... Uh, questions that need to be answered. Right. Um, <coughs> sorry, still scratchy. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing I've noticed is the same thing has same thing has happened. Anytime these things happen, is that for some r- r- reason, all the social media has given us plenty of opportunity to lose our our minds. And again, it's got me all flustered, and I'm trying to be really calm about it. Um, but there's been kind of social media posts I've seen over and over and over and over and over that I want to call attention to it because people keep going like, "No, this is it. This is true. This is absolutely it." Is is they'll they'll take a passage of scripture, specifically Matthew 24, um, where it talks about, and there's going to be. Wars and rumors of wars, and that because of that, because the things they see in the news, that this, this is it. This has got to be the end. Right. Um. And I, I hate this post. I do. I mm-hmm. really, I hate it yeah. because it's, it, it's tone deaf and and kind of diminishing of a lot of different things, including scripture. So right. I want to take yeah. some time. And talk about that passage in Matthew 24 and why I'm having a guttural kind of kickback of I want to throw up every time I see that post go out of pictures of Afghanistan and there will be wars and rumors of, and then the end will come. Yeah, it's just, it's, it, it's tone deaf. So Caleb, yeah. uh, I know, I know it's a bit of a long passage, but can you give us a read of Matthew 24? Three through 14? For sure. As he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, Tell us when will these things be and what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? And Jesus answered them, See that no one leads you astray. For many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ. And they will lead many astray and you will hear of wars and rumors of wars see that you are not alarmed for this must take place but the end is not yet for nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom and there will be famines and earthquakes in various places all these are but the beginning of the birth pains then They will deliver you up to tribulation and put you to death, and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will fall away and betray one another and hate one another, and many false prophets will arise and lead many astray. And because lawlessness will be increased, the love of many will grow cold. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the whole world as a testimony to all nations. And then the end will come. 
okay, so there's a thing that they're doing. They're taking the passage of there will be wars and rumors of wars and cherry picking it and then going straight to the end and, you know, dot, 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 and then the end will come. Right. Okay, so so this is scripture. So to be very clear, I'm not disagreeing with scripture. I actually believe everything in there. I'm disagreeing with terrible Facebook posts mm-hmm. um, because they any time there's any kind of thing that goes on where it's it's any kind of a battle or anything, this tends to come out and and people go, see, this is it, this is the end. So, our, so, so you therefore start stockpiling Christians when you stand up and fight. Okay. Point to that in here, if you could. To say we need to start to fight in stockpile. Point. Yeah. Show me in the text where is where it tells us that. Right. Yeah. Um. I I think that they're in 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 doing this and trying to claim that this is happening. Therefore, this is the end days. Well, you the 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 problem is if a person scrolls down just a little bit, it's it's in the same chapter. It says nobody knows the day or the time of Christ coming back. So if no one knows, then trying to predict it is a pointless task. And even by trying to predict it probably means you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so if, 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 I mean, that's kind of a catch 22, kind of a bit of a paradox, but still it's like, stop trying to predict it. Predicting it isn't the point. This isn't a, a, in, uh, uh, this passage in Matthew 24 isn't there to tell us, all right, this is how you'll know you'll act, you, 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 you're going to be at the end. And and then it's going to be time to just kind of muster up our own strength and fight and get in there. It's like, no, 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 stop trying to predict it and understand the, 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 the thing it's actually saying. Um, you know, there are two types of prophecies in Scripture. There's the a kind of conditional that if a person does this, then God will do this. Mm-hmm. And then there's this. Um, this is not conditional at all. There right. isn't a condition to this. This is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, you, and everybody else are not strong enough to be able to stop this. It is going to happen. It is inevitable. Right. So to say that this is our point of like, all right, Christians, we got to close up the doors and be positive that everyone is just if they're in they're in if they're not they're not then if you think that is the the the, the thing the bible tells us then to mm-hmm. be honest you have not read your bible yeah i mean it's literally saying jesus tells you mm-hmm. you're gonna be hated by all nations right and you're probably gonna die right so like the fact that you as a christian want to stockpile mm-hmm. do all these things to keep you safe right you safe when right. there's so many people out there that still need jesus mm-hmm. he never says um hey stop whatever you're doing mm-hmm. for my name's sake right. and and you know close up shop go home and mm-hmm. nail your windows yeah. closed like he or doesn't panic. say that yeah, yeah. Or, or panic yeah or like panic it actually says the opposite you need you are to not see alarmed. that you are not alarmed. <laughs> you, I mean, this is a it. It's there. Sorry, and I'm sorry, I cut you off too. But and it's fine. it's it's there because it's telling them like, yeah, it's gonna happen. It's, it's no big deal though. Mm-hmm. Like it is honestly, it's no big deal. And I think Christ is talking about it in, in a very nonchalant kind of a. It's like yeah, no, they're gonna kill you. It's fine. Right. God dies something. You know, like <laughs> you're gonna die. 
but it mm-hmm. won't take because you're in me, so it's fine. Right, and I think that that's important. And mm-hmm. also, I mean, it's very interesting depending that like, I guess it's case by case, mm-hmm. but depending on when you grew up, it will alarm you more, right? Like mm-hmm. me, I I mean I I was born and since like I was a child, things mm-hmm. have been happening that right. don't even compare honestly to this. You, I mean, like you look at the twin towers right? and um, like so many other things. Right. So like this really, does this strike fear in me? No, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. If I'm being honest, should it probably, I mean, maybe, but mm-hmm. also a healthy amount, <laughs> but like depending mm-hmm. on when you grew up, you, it, it's going to be a different type yeah. of thing. But he says like, no matter what, like, see that you are not alarmed Mm -hmm. and that's that's Mm -hmm. important yeah well because people have taken this as permission to freak out and say you know all right this is it these are the wars these are them Mm -hmm. and 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 christ is coming back and that's our only hope is that christ is going to come back and going to just kind of zoop 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 us all up into heaven uh and i'm i'm not going to have to go through this and that's not actually the thing it's saying um and also i mean to be clear all throughout history, everyone has thought they're in the end times because mm-hmm. to a certain extent they are in the end times. But I mean, this isn't even, you know, the stuff in Afghanistan is horrible. It's really bad mm-hmm. and strategically it's super not good. And there's probably going to be tons of stuff that come out of that yeah. because it was really botched and just a mess. Like it was an absolute mess. Um, However, it's not even the worst thing to happen in the last 100 years, um, especially in the Middle East. In the Middle East, this is just, it's a Tuesday. I mean, it's its not, mm-hmm. it's just their world. And I'm not trying to say be tolerant of it, but understand that in America, we're cushy mm-hmm. for a lot of it. Yeah. Um, and I mean, all throughout history, there have been points of, of this is it. It can't get any worse than this people thought that for hitler people thought that during uh bubonic plague people thought that during caligula during mm-hmm. nero the right. roman empire the uh, british empire um they, at, at all points in history there was a point that people said like this is it it can't get any worse and then it did uh it got a lot worse i'd say hitler we, we haven't seen anything close to that in a long time yeah um Except maybe the USSR. I mean, there, there's, we don't know because the l- l- kind of the l- l- landscape keeps changing. But at all points, there's been groups of Christians that have thought this is it, this is the end, and then it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be clear, I think there is a day that Christ is coming back in the flesh. That mm-hmm. Christ is going to come. It's not just this. Well, he comes back, but just personally in our hearts. Um, I don't think that's a... Sorry if you hold that view. I just think you're wrong. Um, I think so. <laughs> I think one of my friends does. I love you. Uh, you're wrong. Um, yeah. <laughs> but he'll call me later. Don't worry. Uh, but I, th- I think there is a day Christ comes back. But until then, I'm in my last days. Yeah. There is a point I'm going to die. Right. And I don't get to say, um, you know, maybe I'll make it to 
to the final days. Well, who cares if I do or don't? I'm in my final days. There's a day mm-hmm. I'm going to die. My days are numbered. They're counting down. They're not counting yeah, up. That's good. That um, is so good. And and I'm I I need to. I think the idea is to be prepared, or not even prepared because I don't even think that's the best explanation. Is understand that in the end. Nothing we do is actually going to change anything Christ mentions. Mm -hmm. And all this bad stuff, as bad as it is, is still going to end by the the, the thing that Jesus tells them. And then the end will come. Yeah. Uh, that, That all that stuff isn't even the end. The end is after all that bad stuff. And our end isn't actually a terminal end. It's in eternity with Christ. And if I understand that as, quote unquote, the end, then the other stuff gets a lot easier to endure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not to mention the fact that, I mean, you touched on it a little bit, but you're going to die. And mm-hmm. and things like uh, what's happening in the Middle East right now, like you could stress out about that, but the reality is you could get in a car accident tomorrow and, and be dead. Mm-hmm. So what, what are you going to do? How are you going to live your life to leverage leverage it for the gospel every every day every second of it because if you just spend your time worrying and trying to mm-hmm. fear monger people with this verse and and get them to i don't even know what your goal is <clears throat> if i'm being honest like well i i i mean to be <laughs> like fair, i'm I, talking to I, this I, like fictional I, person i do think right it comes out of a genuine place of concern because man you know go through this stuff none of it's fun it is scary. For there, sure. there is an aspect of it that it is absolutely scary. Um, and, and I think Christ is bringing it up to put it in perspective of, of the bigger picture, that these things that people are afraid of aren't actually things they need to be afraid of because the actual thing, I mean, it it's guaranteed. There isn't a thing they can do to stop it. I mean, that's been um, a thing I've been not f- f- frustrated by is that but but I can't think of a better term, um, is is so many Christians are trying to use these passages, the book of Revelation and all that, as as this guide to a thing that could be, and they have to stop it. Right. You <laughs> can't. Yeah. I mean, to to stop it is is to stop the thing that God has all already decided mm-hmm. is going to be. Yeah. And so the better thing to do isn't to try and stop this, but to view it through the l- 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 lens of eternity and and to understand it in its proper context that mm-hmm. there is the the judgment of God will be poured out on the earth. Um and still right. those in Christ will be in Christ, not against him. Mm-hmm. I think we've already talked about it on the podcast, but the mm-hmm. thing that comes to my head, anytime anything happens um, that is crazy and scary in this world, I think of the greatest example um, of what we should probably be acting like besides Jesus mm-hmm. is um, the the Christians during the Black Plague. Mm-hmm. That they they were out in the streets caring yeah. for their neighbor. Yeah. And a lot of yeah. them died. As they yeah, they, yeah, they cause, because cause they, black plague. they knew I I don't know what tomorrow brings, but I know 
I can't stop what's going on. Right. And I know that Christ is greater. So right. I'd rather go out in the streets and minister right. and share the gospel and take care of people and and take care of them, yeah, and and, and die because of it. Mm-hmm. Because that's yeah. <laughs> that's just the reality of things sometimes. Yeah. And to to think that like their life was wasted because of that <laughs> would be tragic. Mm-hmm. Um that that is that is what we are called to. Right. Is to share the gospel and to care for people. Right. So I I think it, it it stems out of a core misunderstanding of what it means to anticipate the end times. Right. Because people tend to view that as, okay, now clench. Um, <laughs> you know, like, no, 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 no. That's not actually the thing it's going mm-hmm. or, or or communicating. It's, it's not communicating that. So, Caleb and I do have five things to do to anticipate the end times. And the first is put your eyes on God. Um that that is the the most important part of this is our attention and our focus needs to stay on God instead of all the other distractions and there are plenty of distractions out there mm-hmm. this could mean and hear me out you just turn off the news for a night and open up a bible um and and and, and dig into the scriptures uh and don't dig into revelation you're not ready for that uh because if you're like oh my gosh you know i don't know we're really picking on a fictional person um we hope come on becky becky oh no um (laughs) you just didn't want to say karen because that's your mom (laughs) hi karen we think you're great um yes we do she's i'm glad one of our moms listens to this podcast my mom i don't know last time she listened she used to listen though i know the last time my mom listened Never. Yep. Um, <laughs> no, but put y- y- your eyes on God because there's a lot of distractions out there. There's a lot of things. And part of the tactic of the enemy is distraction. That if I'm you know, stirring up the anxiousness of this, this, and that, and that, and that, and that, then I'm not thinking about the things that God has called us to think about. And I think that is detrimental to our faith. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Um, second is, also this feels really fun. I feel like we're like, Writing one of those trendy books. Five points for your best in times life. We had good rhythm. <laughs> I just, I, I hate good rhythm, apparently. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, okay, we second know. point <laughs> is love, um, love the people around you. And, and the way to do that is it comes from the second point, put your eyes on God. Because the only way that you're going to be able to love people around you is if you... Um, experience the love of Christ in your own life first because you don't have enough you don't have enough love in your pot to throw around if <laughs> this is <laughs> that was probably the worst way I could have said that but you guys know what I mean <laughs> I don't sorry say it again you don't have enough love, love in your pot on your own just you say need cup just just be <laughs> a good Christian say cup um jeepers creepers <laughs> Anyways, like you, you don't, you're not capable of loving people well without Christ, um, or being able to do that for a sustained amount of time. And so, yeah, it comes from the first, put your eyes on God, focus on him. Um, and, and then love the people around you Mm -hmm. act like Jesus would literally like the little, what would Jesus do? Um, and 
And that comes from big oof. <laughs> those bracelets. I saw someone punch someone wearing one of those bracelets. I was like, not that. <laughs> WWJD, probably not that, homie. Like, <laughs> yeah. Or ever been flipped off by a person who was wearing a WWJD bracelet? I have. Yeah. Not that, homie. But one of the ways we do that is by sharing the the gospel of what Jesus did for all of us. And that is the primary way we can love people is by mm-hmm. um, inviting them to experience him, mm-hmm. to say, come and see what Christ has done in my life. And, and you can experience that too because he loves you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the primary way that we can love people, mm-hmm. especially if you think they're about to die, <laughs> if we're being honest here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I mean, there's a million other ways that you can love people, but read your Bible. It'll tell you a lot yep. more about that. Um, it's also another good thing to do is do not fear because the battle's already over. Um, from the, the biblical perspective, the ending has a period at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it. It's not conditional. It's already over. It's been completed. Um, and there isn't a world that Christ goes like, I didn't win that time. No, no, this isn't conditional. It's already over. God who stands outside side of time and is over all of it has already won so anything that happens even the worst thing i can think of still isn't going to be enough to separate us from god uh and and that because of christ's work on the cross there isn't anything that is able to overcome any of those things and so Mm -hmm. as these things happen as there are wars rumors famines, earthquakes, all these things. If I'm if I'm going to panic, then I I need to take time and understand where God is in this because even though these things can occur, they're not terminal and they are going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Because in the end, God is all ready one. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, that we. I feel like we've already covered this one, but I'll go ahead and say that again. <laughs> um, <laughs> Murderer of Rhythm, go ahead. Um, I'm going to make focus, a t-shirt. Focus your on <laughs> your relationship with God. And Danny already kind of touched on this, but really, um, I mean, like, read, read the word and focus on him because... Mm. Uh, he through through it all if you put your eyes on him if we if we experience his love and what he he just wants a relationship with us i mean he does that's a, it can be as simple as that and, and the fact that we get to have a relationship with him is insane mm-hmm. it's the creator of everything he looks at you and i and says i i want to talk to you i want to love you and i want to be a you know, part of your life and and to just be with you and love on you. So mm-hmm. focus on your relationship with God mm-hmm. and and sanctif- focus on your sanctification. Like what can I give to God? What is causing um, pain in my life from sin and what? how can I hand that to him? And a key part of that is bringing other people into your life to um, be discipled, to disciple people and and you can't you can't do it alone. This thing that we who we are as Christians is not meant to be done alone. Nope. You need you need to uh, be in community. So do that, and I promise you, it's going to make a lot easier 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> if, you, if you have someone else to talk to. Absolutely. And, and then not just the people that I am in community with, but also kind of the final thing is to demonstrate our lo- uh, the love of God with joy and grace and in love towards others. Mm-hmm. I think that becomes important because as, as scripture tells us, they will know we are Christians by our love. And I think over time, especially evangelicalism has decided to say they are, they will know we are Christians by our ability to defend our rights and all these things. And that isn't yeah. very helpful at all. They will know we are Christians by the way we treat other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and if I think that Christ is over all things and cannot be conquered and all these really great things, then the only natural outpouring of that is to, to, to demonstrate that, that, right. I mean, the world is going to panic Mm-hmm. The Christian's job is to stand tall in that panic and point to a greater thing. It isn't to panic and only panic better, uh, or, <laughs> or, or to say I don't have to panic because I have buckets of grain and I and I've moved to the mountains, so mm-hmm. I don't have to. Mm-hmm. It, it's not the zombie apocalypse, right? If it is a zombie apocalypse, I'm I'm going to give the mountain people a pass mm-hmm. um, because that it's tactically that is what you would do anyway. Uh, that's not important though; no one really cares. But if it is just general kind of anxiousness, then you know this is actually a time that Christians need to engage the culture to say, "Hey, during this time of anxiousness, I know the God of hope." Mm-hmm. And the world needs that instead of our, well, this is what I told you. You want to come? I don't know why he sounds like that in my head. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that felt really judgy for no reason at this all. This is what I told you. Ding, ding. Yeah, I was like, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I don't know why that's where I went. Um, oh, crazy Joe. I don't know. I don't know how to walk that back either. Uh, I, I don't think this is the point the Christians, they need to go like, well, I told you so. Well, mm-hmm. okay, so what? You know, maybe you did, but they still need hope, love, and faith. And, yeah. and, and those are the three things that Christianity majors in is faith, hope, and love. And those three things are the things that as Christians, we, we need to demonstrate to all the world around us. Yeah, I think, I mean, these times are a great reminder to really check on where you're placing your hope. Mm-hmm. It really is, because, I mean, you touched on it. Like, if you're if you're trying to um, put your hope in money or in mm-hmm. how much food you have stocked up, this bomb shelter, I doubt you have a bomb shelter, but, you know, if you do, honestly, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, if you're trying some to put your hope in... Some of them are kind of cool. Like, I'm just going right? to be honest, yeah. some of them are kind of dope. But also, all of them are... At the same time, very eerie. You know what I mean? Right. Have you watched those bomb shelter tours and you're like, this is awesome. I'd live here, but also it's right. kind of terrifying a right. little bit. <laughs> also, I check for ghosts every <laughs> <Yeah>. night. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like check where your hope is. And, mm. and I think yep. that's super important, and yep. especially in times like this. Absolutely. So yeah, stuff's going down in the Middle East. It gets scary. It gets strange. But hey, guys, it's going to be all right because in the end, Christ is already over it all. So don't panic. Don't freak out. Everything's going to be okay. 
And this, I actually think, is a great opportunity that the church can be the church and care about people that are freaking out, care about people that are upset, that this can be this great opportunity that God can communicate gospel to people. Because another thing that's going on in Afghanistan that doesn't get talked about is that the church is growing. Um, because of the persecution, because of, of those things, the church is growing. Now, granted, mm-hmm. they are hiding, and, and they're hiding, and they understand the consequences of if they're going to meet, they understand that might be the last day they're alive. But people need hope. And if they can do it in in the face of persecution uh, and, and understand that God is greater than being attacked and killed in the street, then all of us can do it by by understanding that our God is greater than just a news story about those people that are already doing it. Uh, it, it is the same God. It is the, the, uh, the God over both. And we are able to praise and glorify God just as much as they can in the face of the same persecution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's going to be all right. Everyone calm down. Mm-hmm. We may be in the end times. We may not. I don't think that actually matters. Yeah. And it's going to be okay. Just share the gospel. That's that's, yeah. that's what you're called to do. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> we want to hear from you. Do you have thoughts on anything going on in Afghanistan? How can Christians best anticipate the end times? And we want to hear your answers to that. So the best place to do that is to go to our Facebook and our Instagram, Nobody Special Podcast, and comment the... The, the, the things that y- you think a Christian can do in order to anticipate the end times. Yeah. You can also go to uh, thegospelpost.com slash nobody special, and there's a form there if you want to ask us questions too. Um, and also YouTube, you can find us there. Like, subscribe, ring that bell, and... I'm comments. waiting for YouTube to add like another thing you have to yeah. do. <laughs> yeah. Fill out this captcha. Is it captcha? Captcha. Prove you're know. not a robot. Yeah. Um, and commenting is also a great way to mm-hmm. uh, get in contact yeah. with us. Oh yeah, Caleb and I appreciate all the people that tune into this podcast to ask yes. us questions. Um, there, <laughs> I just remembered there is a. I didn't just remember. Uh, there is a question that did come in. We are not ignoring it. We're putting it in at a really good time. Um, we're not ignoring it. It did come in. I did see it. We will get to it. Mm-hmm. Promise. So there's just some current event things that really had to be covered. And yes. I mean Afghanistan, not the Matrix movie. Because <laughs> that's a trailer. Yeah. And we could have seriously waited. But I wanted to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Which was hard because you hadn't seen it. And I hadn't I hadn't gone to the movies. So Yeah. I mean, and I can't wait to see what Dwight does next in this film. <laughs> Should be like bugging Danny. That's like I wouldn't hate ever. that. It would really tonally if Rain Wilson showed up. <laughs> uh, Bears, beets, blue pills. You know, like it would just not mean. It's like the post credit scene, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's a really great him. movie yeah and then that's the end scene you're it's like, just hank from the what? office <laughs> oh uh, well caleb i think that on that note uh mm-hmm. that's gonna do it for us today so i'm danny and i'm caleb and we are nobody, nobody special, special.